1: Isn't it amazing to think that the Indians sold all of Manhattan for only $24? isn't that silly? They could have gotten $1,000 for the Empire State Building alone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what you can expect when you listen to my friend Irma.
2: Friendship, friendship, just perfect friendship. When other friendships have been forgotten, theirs will still be hard.
0: Beaver Brothers, makers of Swan, the soap with the exclusive Super Cream present. presents
1: Our Friend Swan with my friend Irma.
0: Starring Marie Wilson as Irma and Kathy Lewis as Jane.
1: <laughs> make people say that New York is a great place to visit, but not to live in. Why? Because the temperature is hugging the century mark and the humidity is picketing your pores. (laughs) Irma and I are stretched out gasping for breath on our patio. (laughs) You see, we like to think of our fire escape as a patio. (laughs) Jane, Jane. Oh, don't talk, sweetie. It's too hot. Jane, what's the temperature of the human body? Ninety-eight is normal. What's the temperature on the fire escape? Let me see. My goodness, it's ninety-eight. What are we complaining about? Everything is normal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, ordinarily, I try to straighten Irma out, but it's too hot to argue. In fact, to forget the heat, Irma and I are playing a game. We're looking on the clotheslines around us and trying to guess what kind of people each line represents. For instance, um, over there on Mrs. Burton's line, there are two silk striped men's shirts and five pair of boys' overalls. Story's quite plain. Mr. Burton is a big man about town, and Junior has to support the family. Jean, I've got one figured out. Yeah? Yes. Mrs. Adams has two and a half children. Yes. <laughs> Uh, how did you arrive at that? Oh, it's very simple, Jane. There's five suns. <laughs> A gold star for you, Irma Peterson. I suppose because there are two sunbonnets hanging on Mrs. Horwitz's line, she has two heads. <laughs> well, she does keep to herself. <laughs> Gosh, Jane, isn't it warm? Yeah, it's just about the hottest day I can remember. Let's go back into the house. Maybe it's cooled off. All right, Jane. Oh, no. Just as hot in here. Well, I think I can bring the temperature down, Jane. Just give me time. Irma, what are you going to do with all those paper bags? I'm going to fill them all up with warm air and put them in the ice box and let them cool (laughs) off. Oh, please, honey. Please. Is that any good, Jane? Irma, the next time we go out in the sun, promise me you'll wear a hat. <laughs> oh, gosh, I wish there was some way we'd cool off. And Irma, don't suggest that we put cold slaw on our heads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. What will we have for supper? <laughs> Look, Jane, if we really want to cool off, why don't we go to Coney Island and sit on the beach? Sit. I don't know if we were ballet dancers. We couldn't find enough beach in that crowd to stand on one toe. <laughs> oh, but, dear, there's going to be a contest and a parade, and the couple with the best personality gets a prize. Yeah, but, honey, it's such a trek to Coney Island. Well, with Alan Richard, it'd be so much fun. <laughs> Richard at Coney Island. Honey, I don't want to make Richard seem snobbish, but the whole picture is out of focus. That'd be like asking Mrs. Vanderbilt to write a column for the Hobo News. Oh, but Jane, we have such fun at Coney Island Al wins so many prizes Like when they try to guess his weight Yeah, I know, and Someday they're going to find that brick in his back pocket And they'll let him have it (laughs) (laughs) But not for a prize Hello Oh, hello, Richard Hmm? Yes, of course I'm warm How is it out there in your neck of the woods? It is? Well, it just goes to show you, even with a cool million, you can be hot. <laughs> oh, you know, Richard. Jane, tell him about Coney Island, Irma. Please, honey, I'm talking. Wait a minute. What? What? What, Richard? No, ah, no, Irma's just talking. She, she has a crazy idea. You know, it's too ridiculous to talk about. I, I don't want to embarrass you. She, well, she thought you'd like to go to Coney Island. Isn't that silly? <laughs> You'd love to go. (laughs) You think it's a wonderful idea? Hold the phone, will you, Richard? I want some water. Now it's really hot. You'll be here in an hour? Well, yes, of course. We'll be ready. Goodbye. (coughs) Irma, did you hear that? Richard wants to go with us. Well, that's what I like about Richard. He's not high-hat. I think for a Republican, he's very Democratic. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I wonder where I can get in touch with Al... Well, finding Al may be a problem. Today being Sunday and everything closed, he's probably looking for a job. <laughs> Mama, what are you doing? I'm calling his hotel. Oh. Hello? Is this the Hotel Lennox? It is? Well, I'd like to speak to Al. Huh? He's not there and you don't expect him back? Well, why not? Oh, the suitcase he left for security is full of old telephone books and all the sheets and towels are gone. (laughs) Well, that's my L. He never takes anything for nothing. (laughs) Goodbye. Now, let me see, where else could he be? Now, honey, who are you calling this time? The movies. Uh, hello, Circle Theater? Uh, do you still, do you still let children in for half price? You do? Well, did the man walk in an hour go on his knees? (laughs) Oh, you threw him out again. In what direction? Downtown? Thank you. Irma, don't bother telephoning. If you want to find Al, just hang a sandwich out the window on a string, and he'll come flying in like a buzzard. (laughs) Oh, please. Uh, Hello? Is this a candy store? Yes, I'll wait. Honey, you're just wasting time. No, I'm not. This is the most direct way to find Al. You see, the man in the candy store tells the newsboy, and the newsboy tells the first taxi driver. Yeah, go on. Yeah, and the taxi driver tells the other taxi drivers, and the first one that drives by the unemployment office tells Harry. (laughs) Harry? Why doesn't he tell Al? Well, Jean, didn't you know Al doesn't wait in the unemployment line anymore? He has a (laughs) (laughs) stand-in. Oh, no! Pretty soon he'll have a caddy to pick up cigarette butts for him. Uh, excuse me, Jane. Yes, yeah, quite a way. Hello, is this the candy? Oh, Al, I've been trying to reach you. Where are you? In the telephone booth? Well, Al, I called to see if you'd like to go to Coney Island with us. You would? You'll be right over? Oh, swell, Alan. Thanks a lot for inviting me. Why, right. Oh, Jane, isn't he wonderful? I don't know what I've done to deserve him. Must have been something pretty horrible. Well, what bathing suit are you going to wear, sweetie? Well, yeah, I could wear that two-piece blue suit I wore last year. But I don't think it'll look so good on me this year. Why not? You haven't put on any weight. No, but I lost one of the pieces. Oh, Look, just wear your green one, huh? I'm sure that you'll look sensational. Come in.
3: It's only me, Professor Kropotkin. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jane, are my two little gold chains. One with a charm, one with a missing link.
1: <laughs>
3: Excuse me, a little joke I picked up from an old pawnbroker. <laughs>
1: Why, Professor. Oh, Professor, isn't he terrible?
3: Not in my room.
1: Up there, it's just
3: like going to the seashore. You can actually feel the moist spray blowing in your face from the broken water pipe.
2: <laughs> in
3: fact, if it didn't make me so sleepy, I would stay up there all day.
1: Makes you sleepy?
3: Yes, I also got a broken gas
1: pipe.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Professor, would you like to go to Coney Island with us?
3: Coney Island?
1: Yeah, wouldn't it be fun to go to the beach, lie on the sand?
3: What do you think is on my floor, the carpet?
1: (laughs) Oh, come on. Be serious, Professor. Irma and Al are going to Coney Island with Richard and me. Listen, you could take Mrs. O'Reilly. After all, it's about time you two patched things up.
3: Mrs. O'Reilly, I wouldn't have anything to do with her if she was the last woman in the world. And by the looks of her, she must have been the first. (laughs)
1: I think, uh... You know, it's too bad the Professor and Mrs. O'Reilly don't get along anymore, isn't it? You know, when he was going with her, he seemed a lot happier. I noticed that, too, Jane. Every time she used to ask him for the ready laugh. Yeah. Come in.
3: Hello, Jane. Hi,
0: Irma.
1: Oh, dear. Oh, Richard. You're a little early. I'm not quite ready.
0: Well, Jane, I don't like to disappoint you, but I'm afraid I won't be able to go to Coney Island with you.
1: Oh, Richard, why not?
0: Business... One of my clients insists on seeing me right away. Oh,
1: Richard, it's so hot today. I
0: know, but business before pleasure and oh, Seeing you in a bathing suit would be so much pleasure.
1: Ah, uh, see, when you say that, I can't be angry. Could have been such fun, though. There's a personality contest, a bathing beauty parade.
0: Well, the summer's just beginning. There'll be other days. Maybe we can do it another time. Goodbye, Jane. Bye, Irma.
1: Bye, Richard. Goodbye. <clears throat> oh, don't feel too badly, Jane. Ah, uh, I'm kind of getting used to it. When you're that way about an important man, appointments mean nothing. You might as well throw out the clock. But how will I know when it's time to go to work? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, it's just an expression. You and Al, go ahead. You have a good time. I'll manage to find something to do. Come in.
3: Tell me, me again, Professor. Goodbye, <laughs> Girls, I've made up with Mrs. O'Reilly. I realize I've been a blind fool.
1: Oh, that's wonderful.
3: Yes, to make up with Mrs. O'Reilly, you got to be a blind fool. <laughs> but something about taking her to the beach fascinating. What is it? Time will tell.
1: It's Al, chicken. Come in, Al, honey.
4: Hiya, folks. Sorry I'm late, was busy cutting off the top of my bathing suit.
1: Why did you do that?
4: Didn't think it was becoming. Especially the part that said "copy of Coney Island bathhouse.
1: <laughs> well, chicken,
4: see so you got your bathing suit on and ready to go. Where's yours, Jane?
1: Oh, well, Al Richard can't make it, so I decided to stay home.
4: Oh, wouldn't think of a Jane. You can come with Irma and me. Oh,
1: well, that that's sweet of you, Al. All right, I'll go along. But you don't have to worry about entertaining me. I just want to get a breath of air. Oh, that's wonderful. And, Al, I I hope we win the personality contest. Personality contest? Yes, we parade in front of the judges in our bathing suits.
4: That'll be a novelty, standing in front of a judge and not having to plead not guilty. And,
1: Al, the professor and Mrs. O'Reilly are coming with us, too.
3: That's right, Al. You don't have to be afraid to go in the water. With Mrs. O'Reilly around, the sharks wouldn't dare come inside the three-mile limit.
1: Just a minute. Here, Al, it's for you. They frame me.
4: I got to think fast. Get an alibi. No,
1: Al. Well, he says he's a friend. Oh. Hello, friend.
4: What's on your mind? You got a guy who wants to invest in my deals? Charlie, are you sure he's all right? Oh, he just twitches a little. <laughs> well, in that case, don't send him here. We'll go down and see him. Thanks, Charlie. If anything develops, we'll cut you in. Goodbye. Chicken, <laughs> We'll have to cancel our beach trip. Someone wants to put dough in my latest deal.
1: Oh, Al, you and your deal. Yeah, but
4: this one may be the turning point in my life. Enable me to marry you.
1: Marry me?
4: Yeah, and let's face it, chicken. Money is very important in the early years of our marriage. Because the children can't collect unemployment insurance until they're 16. (laughs) So we'll be talking with you, chicken. Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: Why, honey, I was stood up too. But now we can't go to Coney Island.
3: Who says you can?
1: But you're taking Miss O'Reilly.
3: That's the point. When you take somebody like Mrs. O'Reilly, you've got to have an antidote. (laughs) My arm girl, Coney Island, here we come.
1: They call New York City the melting pot. I don't know that it's true all year round, but in the summer, if you want to melt, believe me, there's no place like New York. Of course, if you want relief, there's always Coney Island. And it is relief, because after a day at Coney Island, you can't wait till you get back to New York. Oh, frankly, I don't know why we came here. Coney Island has turned out to be a nothing. A crowded nothing Irma, because Al didn't come along Is utterly miserable She hasn't stopped eating since we got here She always eats like that when Alice did her up She says it helps fill the emptiness inside her As for me, without Richard, I'm completely bored There's only one person seems to be enjoying himself And that's Professor Kropotkin You know why? He's burying Mrs. O'Reilly in the sand <laughs> He keeps saying Can you still breathe? <laughs> and when Mrs. O'Reilly says well, Yes, Professor He says
3: Got to get more sand
1: Irma <laughs> is still moping Jane What is it, sweetie? You know, sometimes I wish there was no such thing as men Wish there was something else what would you like them to be? Oh, anything Canary birds, dogs No, that wouldn't be any good We'd be spending all our time in pet shops Yeah <laughs> And it'd be such trouble to find a husband who was housebroken
2: <laughs>
1: Look, honey, forget about Al Disappointing you We're on the beach We came here to enjoy ourselves Let's be gay laugh.
2: Hello,
1: Oh. Irma, <laughs> that's hardly a laugh Well, I can't help it, Jane My heart's not in it Why not, honey? A man just sat on our lunch <laughs> Oh, that's fine That's fine, that's all we needed Girl, are you very busy? No, Professor, what do you want?
3: Uh, could you please help me find Mrs. O'Reilly?
1: <laughs> oh, Professor, don't you remember where you buried her?
3: Well, I put the paper plate over the spot But the wind blew it away <laughs>
1: Here comes Miss
3: O'Reilly. Hello, girls.
1: Oh, there you are,
3: Professor. Mrs. O'Reilly, where have you been? Oh, I was up on the boardwalk.
1: Professor, I've entered our names in the personality contest.
3: You and me? Your name and my name?
1: Yes. Do you think we'll
3: have a chance to win? No, but we could set a good example of what would happen if Cupid ever starts using poison darts.
1: Oh, hush your soothing. Come on, Professor, walk me to the bathhouse. I want to change into my other bathing suit. You have another suit with you, Mrs. O'Reilly? Oh, yes. I understand that a girl's figure plays a very important part in these contests. So I think I'd better wear the bathing suit that leaves my knees exposed.
2: <laughs> Come on, Professor.
1: We'll see you later, girls. Oh, oh, Jane! Everybody's getting in a personality contest, but me. Yeah. Well, I'm not in it either, honey. We just happen to be stranded without our men. I feel terrible. Yeah. Where are you going, sweetie? Oh, I think I'll take a swim. They say an ocean voyage makes you forget. (laughs) Well, Irma, don't go out too far. Remember, you've just eaten. You might get a cramp. All right, Jane, I'll be careful. Why don't you take a swim with me? No, thanks, honey. This bathing suit dissolves in water. (laughs) No, I'll just sit here and amuse myself. Have fun. I will. Goodbye.
0: Pardon me, miss. Yes? I just realized I've been sitting on your lunch.
1: Oh, Well, that's all right. You don't have to look so terrified.
0: But I am. A lot of that
4: stuff isn't on my diet.
1: (laughs) What? Goodbye now. Well, I will be...
4: Hiya, Jane.
1: Well, Al. Well, Al, what are you doing here? I thought you were tied up on business.
4: Was, but the deal fell through. As could be expected. Yeah, but this one seemed like such a natural. It's a device for guys who don't want to break their promise to their wives when they've told them they're going on the wagon. What is it? It's a bar on a wagon. (laughs) The guy didn't go for it, so let's forget it. Jane, uh, where's Chicken?
1: Oh, she's in the water, Al. Last time I saw her, she was right up. Over... Al, look at that crowd. The lifeguard's bringing someone in. So what?
4: Good-looking lifeguard? Some dame probably hollers for help.
1: Al, it's Irma.
4: Irma? Oh, wait a minute. She can swim. Yeah, but,
1: Al, accidents can happen to the best swimmers. Come on, let's help her. She looks
4: like she don't need no help. Look at the way she's got her arms around his shoulders.
1: Oh, Al, don't be narrow. So he's carrying her. What do you want her to do when she's drowning? Carry him? <laughs>
4: Well, I don't like it, Jane, and I'm going to let her know it.
1: Oh, hello, Jane. Oh, Al, gee, I'm so glad to see you. You see, I almost drowned. Yeah.
4: Fun, wasn't it? <laughs>
1: what? what do you mean, Al? Look, chicken, I saw the way
4: you were hugging that lifeguard when he was carrying you.
1: Oh, Al, I wasn't hugging him. I was practically unconscious. In fact, that's what the, li- the lifeguard told me all the way in. He kept saying, where do you want me to take you, unconscious? <laughs> Because
4: you, were, you thought I was disappointing you for the personality contest didn't give you the right to carry on with some other guy. Well, now you've got the right, because I'm stepping of the picture. Goodbye, Harry.
1: <laughs> oh, no, Al. Please, Jane, don't let him go. Please go after him. Don't let him go. Oh, don't worry about him, honey. Give him a chance to cool off. I don't want him to cool off. Sun's going down. I'm getting chilly. <laughs> Please. Oh, honey, all right. If you're going to get hysterical, I suppose I'll have to go after him. Al? 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 Wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to talk to Please, you. Please, Jane, I've made up my mind. Look, Al. Al, Irma wants you to come back. Frankly, if I were Irma, I'd not only give you railroad fare, I'd carry your bags to the station. But Irma loves you, and I'm not going to see you hurt her because I love Irma.
4: Well, I don't want to hurt chicken.
1: Oh, you don't want to hurt her, do you realize what that girl goes through every time you quarrel with her? Do you realize what I go through? Well, let me tell you. Remember last October when you made a date with another girl? Yeah. Well, she tried to kill herself by gas. She turned on the stove and she sat in front of it for six hours before she remembered it was electric. <laughs> and then so it wouldn't be a total loss, she baked a cake. <laughs> Almost killed all of us. (laughs) Al, I have only one life to give to my country, but to me, you're not, Uncle Sam. You mean I really affect chicken that much? Yes, you do. And if you're half a man, you'll enter the personality contest with her so she can have a little fun. Come on. What do you say, Al? Sure,
4: Jane. Don't want to worry my future wife and have her hair turn prematurely gray. She'll have a tough enough time getting a job as it is.
1: (laughs) You want a hot dog,
4: Jane? They look pretty good.
1: No, thanks. Yeah, well,
4: tell Chicken I'll meet her here on the boardwalk for the contest. Gotta make a call.
1: Who are you calling, Al?
4: Who else but. Hello,
1: Joe? Al.
4: Got a problem.
1: That's enough for me. Goodbye, Al.
4: Say, Joe, I'm at Coney Island going to enter a personality contest with Irma. What do you suggest? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Forget the personality contest and go over to the shooting gallery if I want to clean up. But Joe, there's no money in knocking over Clay Pigeons. Oh, you don't mean Clay Pigeons, the manager is loaded.
2: <laughs> no,
4: Joe, may be mistaken, but think managers are out of season. We'll enter the contest despite your advice. Goodbye, noble friend.
1: Well, we're all on the boardwalk and the personality contest has just begun. There go Al and Irma. I must say that Irma looks adorable. She's arm in arm with Al, and they're doing a funny little dance step. I won't say it's not graceful. I'll only say that one look at it and Arthur Murray had burned down his studios. (laughs) Al is smiling broadly and strutting with his chest out. He couldn't be any happier if he had a written guarantee that he wouldn't get a job for the next 20 years. You know, I think she's going to win.
0: I'm sure she is. Richard! Oh, Jane, I've been looking all over for you. I tried to get here in time for the contest, but I guess I'm too late.
1: Richard, would, would you have entered this contest?
0: With
3: you? Anytime.
1: Oh, Richard, imagine the two of us standing here in the sun with the temperature 140.
3: Well, it's not 140.
1: Oh, it is when you talk that way. Look, Richard. Look, Alan and Irma have won the contest. Look. so they have. Yeah. Jane! Jane, look at this wonderful cup I won. Oh, congratulations, honey. Thanks, but personally, I don't think it's fair. Why not? Well, Al won the contest with me, and if I won a cup, the least they could have done was give him the saucer. <laughs> I came home and found Irma putting a bathing cap on a cake of swan soap before she put it in the bathtub. So I said, Irma, what's the bathing cap for? And Irma said, I don't want my swan to get water in his ears. Well,
0: Jane, you know very well that Irma isn't serious because she knows that the best place for swan soap is right in the dishpan. Sure, when it comes to washing dishes, Swan's in a class by itself. Why, even the way a cake of Swan feels tells you it's a perfect dishwashing soap. Next time, feel the cake with your fingertips. Feel how Swan's Super Creamed Blend makes it differ from other soaps. It feels smoother. Then feel those mild Swan suds in your dishpan. They feel different, too. Richer, creamier. And they protect your hands. Yes, thanks to Swan's Super Creamed Blend, your hands are left with a smooth, soft, young look. And here's an added note, lady. Those swan suds rinse away so completely, your dishes don't need wiping. Now, that's a real time saver. So remember, if you want a soap that protects your hands, a soap that'll get you out of the kitchen in a hurry, you want the soap with the exclusive super-creamed blend, swan soap.
1: Well, the contest is over, but it's still too hot to breathe. So when we got home, I said... You know, honey, let's go to a movie. They're air conditioned. Oh, well, what's playing, Jane? Oh, there lots of good pictures. The, um, the Fuller Brush Man, So Evil, My Love, The Great Waltz. Which one would you like to see? Gone with the Wind. <laughs> yes. Gone with the Wind? Oh, uh-huh. er, you've seen that picture 18 times in the past 10 years. Yes, isn't it wonderful the way Clark Gable never gets a day older? <laughs> Well, Gable may not be getting any older, but believe me, I'm getting a little grayer living with my friend, Irma.
0: My Friend Irma, presented by Swan, another fine product of Lieber Brothers Company, was produced and directed by Cy Howard. Tonight's script was written by Cy Howard and Park Levy. My Friend Irma stars Marie Wilson as Irma and Kathy Lewis as James. The part of Professor Kropotkin was played by Hans Conry. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an important announcement. You all know the security loan drive is on. Well, do you know just how much buying security bonds will help you save, will help you reach objectives like a retirement income, education for your children? Start today. Enroll in a regular payroll saving plan where you work or where you bank. But above all, start to save now by buying and holding United States security bonds. Frank Bingham speaking.
1: There's a reason why improve with Spry. Rely on
0: Spry. Yes, there's a reason why Spry makes grand cakes. Spry has an amazing cake improver secret. Try the Spry one bowl way and be sure of lighter, finer, richer cakes every time. No other type of shortening has Spry's Cake Improver. For a new cake making success, try Spry, the pure all vegetable shortening.
2: Rely on Spry. S-P-R-Y, Rely on Spry.
0: Next week, one hour earlier, and listen to the Lux Radio Theater, immediately followed by my friend Irma. This is CBS, where 99 million people gather every week. The Columbia Broadcasting System.